attempt to do a podcast over this album. This album is called Bless the Martyr, Kiss the Child by Norma Jean. And came out in like 2002. I'm going to say two. Let's check. Let's check. Let's check. Yeah, I was right. Okay, sweet. Man, I remember when this came out, I saw the music video for the song Face Face, which is coming up in a second. And I didn't know what I thought. I was like, I don't get it. But it was heavy and I was interested. So I got the CD and really just took like one listen through and I got it. I was like, oh, okay. This is just a bunch of dudes having some fun throwing down. I mean, listen to it. He's gonna say the same word here in a second for like five minutes. I mean, so yeah, uh, Haley and I have been going on these walks uh, about three times a week. It's about three miles that we're walking. We uh, That's only going off of some app she has that we're assuming is correct, but everyone's putting their faith in these machines, so might as well assume it's correct and go with the fact that it's three miles. But it's been a lot of fun. Uh, where's uh, the doggy Sarah out? So it's helping calm her down because with the baby, it's she's not getting as much attention. She's getting really mad. I'm trying to give her a ton of attention. But uh, you know what I've noticed? The, uh, the tone at which I carry myself during the podcast is dependent upon the music I'm listening to. Obviously, that makes sense. I don't know why I didn't think about it for a while. But then I, I was listening. When we were putting these on iTunes, I was going through them, and I was like, oh, my God. Each album, I sound similar to how the music's going. And it's because I play this really loud in my head um, because it gets awkward when I'm just sitting here by myself talking out loud. Um, so yeah, we've been going on these walks and there's these dogs at, there's this long straight stretch. It's like, it's my favorite part of the walk. And then right when you get to the end, there's a turn and there's this house and their backyard's facing the sidewalk a little bit. And there's these three dogs and they are just so cute. I don't really like this story. Where am I going? This is the one with the, uh, this is the music video. This is the first song and music video I saw by Norma Jean. And I did not know what to think at first. As I already told you. Oh, guys. So, I've been really getting... Oh. Can I just be real with y'all right now? Can I just be real? It's very hard to do this with this uh, album playing. And I can barely get these sentences out. So I'm gonna have to change music. Just had to switch up the vibes, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it just doesn't fit. This wasn't gonna fit. <laughs> Alright, so have you seen the new Daisy? Dollop a Daisy commercials for the cottage cheese. It's unbelievable. 
So they they commissioned someone to write a song for them, and this guy deserves an award. It's the most emotional, intense, like still yet kind of poppy song. It gets stuck in my head all the freaking time. But uh, we need to we need to listen to it. I'm just gonna comment on this. I can do this on my phone. It's awesome. Today's the Daisy for cottage cheese, man. All right, check this out. Y'all ready for this? Listen. To this. Before I head out the door, it's what I'm looking for. Today's a Daisy. I do. Daisy is that call me maybe, girl? Before I get on the move, I grab my special. Is this some new girl off YouTube with a ukulele? Is this Hoku? Wait a minute. Damn, they went all out on that, right? I'm right. I'm right. That is super vibey. Anyways, that is in my head all the time. And uh, I don't feel like they even play it that, that much. It's just I heard it and I meditated on it for a little bit, and now it's just in there. It's in the uh, list of songs that bounce in and out of the head. Do you have that? Do you have songs that when your brain is like it's too quiet, it just turns on? I know you do. We all do. I sometimes get phrases and words just stuck in my head. Like uh, the other day I was driving and I kept wanting to say um, abdomen, something like that. But yeah, um, what do we got to talk about today, guys? I started a new workout regimen and I have held it up for about two weeks or so. And I'm just going to continue to try to be healthier and less uh, unhealthy. You know what I mean? You know? So, I've been seeing these Farmers Only commercials. Have you guys seen these? You want to just freaking watch a Farmers Only commercial? Am I even allowed to do this? Who, who cares? Who cares? I need you to hear this song, too. So, I, I like music, and I like to write music, so I just can't help but pay attention when uh, it's happening. Except, like, at the grocery store. No, do I listen to those songs? Only when it's, like, a bad one. You ever been to the grocery store and the music was so bad? You were just wishing you could... My dad, he's, he's a better man than I am. He was going into the grocery store to get something. Walked in, and they were playing... Um, what is that song? It's a Katy Perry song. Uh, she, she The chorus, she just sings one note the whole time. And I didn't really notice it until he pointed it out to me. But it's a... Uh, Baby, uh, 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 you know that song so she does that way higher and squeakier and it drives my dad insane and uh he was in the grocery store and it came on and he said he just left he was like i'm just gonna get it later i think that's so awesome i'm so proud of him for doing that all right farmersonly.com farmers only commercial dude there's so many and they're so bad, but it's also got a song that's okay. Um, so this one, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna. It's too much visual, so I'm gonna show you this one. All right, we got a country guy tying up his horse, putting on his hat. You know, he's, he's outside. Lonely Acres is where he's living. Oh wow! Now he's pulling up some bar. It's completely where are all the country girls? Where are all the country girls? They're at FarmersOnly.com. FarmersOnly. What happened just then was uh, 
there was an empty pool table area inside the bar. And after the guy said, they're on FarmersOnly.com, he looked up and it was full of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 girls, all dressed in things that make them seem farmer, I guess. You know what I've been noticing? I'll tell you in a second. Okay, every single one of them has on cowboy boots. And there's some denim. Uh, it's just a lot of copy and paste with different hair. You know, you know the look. Isn't that weird? I think it's interesting. I've, uh, I was thinking about it the other day. Isn't it interesting how there's just a whole bunch of humans and then they all gravitate towards different things and those kind of become genres and then there becomes the subgenres of that and then we kind of find, oh, this is kind of like what I like. And you're, the whole time we think we're spreading our individualism while also joining whatever group fits our individualism. I bounced my face on the mic. Uh, but yeah, so where was I going with all that? I think I'm just, I've been really frustrated with commercials lately. They've been driving me nuts. And it's because I think I've been having to see more of them. I have, I think, another commercial I want to talk shit about. Where is it? Hmm, I had the Daisy commercial, the Farmers Only commercial. No, no, I guess that was it. I was uh, talking to the worship team at church and... Um, Somehow I started just venting about commercials and then I just don't like how they're talking to me anymore. They're so, or hold on. I don't like how they talk to me now. They used to not be so rude, right? Now it's like funny to make fun of the viewer in the commercial and like assume that I, it's like, dude, just tell me what you're selling. And also just so you know, if you have to even kind of talk down about another product in your commercial, I immediately think that you're insecure and I feel less positive about what you're trying to tell me. Because if you have to start with they over there suck, I'm going, why'd you point over there? What, what are you insecure about? You know what I mean? Anyways, uh, there's uh, one of the worship leaders at my church. Her name is Krista and I was saying something uh, along the lines of what I was just saying, and she, she asked me a question, you know? She said, who do, you, who do you want to be telling you things? Like, who do you want to receive information from? And uh, have you ever, do you, did you ever play pinball? Is it pinball? You know, you hit the little buttons on the side and it wax little ball and it goes up and it's like, well, when I used to play that, you know, if you got like mad or whatever and you hit the machine, it would tilt, and when it tilt, the entire thing locked up, and that ball would just go all the way to the bottom. When she asked me that, it was like a tilt. My brain just went, and I froze. That little spinny wheel on the Mac laptop popped up. The blue screen of death, guys, because I didn't know. I just get really annoyed. It's like unwanted, unwanted advice. I, the conclusion I did come to in that moment, because I had like 30 seconds to answer, I don't, I won't try to answer super fast in person. I'll still take my time and go give me a second. At least I'm trying to now. Um, but what I said then was I like being given advice in person, but if I'm just like trying to watch a TV show and then all of a sudden you're telling me what to do, it's annoying. And that's probably most of it. And then I, I probably have some problems with authority. I grew up a punk kid. You know what I mean? Just get out of my way. Don't tell me what to do. Just have fun. Leave me alone. That was a uh, middle school and high school spoken word right there. I don't even listen to too much music anymore because I'm always working on it. So I, li I like podcasts. But lately on my drive to and from uh, McKinney, which is about 45 minutes, 
I've been listening to some music, just some CDs in my car, because I have to hook my phone up over this little radio transmitter, and it's terrible. And then if the podcast doesn't have the best audio, all I hear is like, you know what I mean? You've probably done it before. Oh, man. So I'm going to make a goal for myself, and I'm going to tell y'all, because it'll help keep me accountable. But last night, I realized I've been going to the church that I go to for two years, and there's a handful of guys there that I've never said a word to before. Now, in the entire congregation, most of them I haven't said a word to. But there's some people who are there almost every single Sunday. They get there early when I get there. They get there early on Saturdays when I get there. And I haven't talked to them. I feel terrible. So I'm just going to go up, I think, and I'm going to say, Hey, man, I should have talked to you by now. What's up? And we'll see how it goes. So I would say hold me accountable. But I don't even have these coming out in, like, they're coming out a week or two or three or four behind. I mean, the the whole season that's on iTunes right now was like the last nine months. Um, what else? What else can we talk about? The royal wedding. Oh, do y'all want to learn something? Let's learn something. We're gonna learn something. We're gonna learn something. We're gonna learn something. I've been hearing a lot of talk about this royal wedding, and it's driving me bonkers. I said it. Bonkers. You ever say a word and spell it? You ever say a word and spell it with your fingers on a keyboard? That's when we're just wanting to merge to the machine. That's, that's the uh, evolution. That's the, that's the natural evolution in our body. Just, just reaching out and being like, we want to be more part of this. And then the machines are like, yeah, talk to us. Ask us questions. Play games with us. My name's Alexa. They just slowly want to befriend us until they suck us in and shut us off. Maybe. Maybe. So I was getting really annoyed this morning because Haley and I went to go get coffee before we went on our walk and they had the TV on and it was showing the royal wedding stuff and they were talking about it. And I just keep seeing it anytime I see news, they're talking about that. And it's like, why? Why? And you know, I get why. But it's just, I guess I'm just so frustrated that so many people care. I understand that like it is another country that still has royalty involved. And one of them is getting married. So we can, we can say that. I just said it. Um, we can, I think we should also acknowledge how much is this going to cost and who's paying for it. If I lived there, that's what I'd want to know. So I wanted to know anyways. So I just Googled it. So here we're going to break down the cost of the royal wedding, people. So apparently the wedding itself is only about one and a half million dollars. But what's good, it's expensive is... Everything around it. Security. Obviously, they're going to need a lot of security. And it's apparently like police and other uh, governmental type security. So who's going to pay for it? You. The taxpayers. Here's a whole bunch of quotes. Uh, I'm at money.cnn.com. So everyone who doesn't trust CNN, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't really trust them. But I mean... This is, we're talking about a wedding and how much... I don't, I don't feel like there's anything they're trying to lie to me about here. If anything, I have bought into the distraction that this whole freaking wedding is. All right. So, cleaning the statues and fixing the roads. Three and a half million dollars. They're going to do that. Uh, the security... Where was the price on the security? I saw it earlier. 8.7 million. Wow. 
Security at the royal wedding in 2011 between Prince William and Kate Middleton cost nearly 6.4 million euros, which is 8.7 million American dollars, according to the Press Association. Included in that was 3.6 million euros, which is $4.9 million. They have this written down. I don't know that. I can't do math. Actually, when Haley and I were on our walk today, this is a geometry thing, we were walking one direction, and these two other ladies were walking another direction, and it's a pretty big circle, and I just, the amount of times we kept crossing paths with them before we finished the circle just wasn't adding up. Like, and they just didn't seem like they were walking that fast. So I ask you, I want a whole new segment in the show where I ask you guys questions and you answer them. Um, but that's just putting a burden on you. So I'm going to throw out questions and whoever wants to, you can, whoever doesn't, I don't care because I'll probably forget them. But in this moment, Someone who can figure out the math of a circle. If, if one person's walking one direction and I'm walking the other direction and it's about the same speed, how many times are we going to pass in just one, one trip around the circle? <sighs> I don't know. So anyways, cleaning the r- statues and fixing the roads, 2.6 million euros, 3.5 million dollars. When I was a kid, when I would hear the five and then the word million, it, I was always so confused. I get it now. But like 3.5 million. Sounds like 5 million, right? That's why I got shuffled around in schools. Uh, back in my day, if you couldn't keep up, they just kind of were like, well, then go over here. But now they seem to care a little bit more, which is crazy. But my wife's a teacher, and she says that they have to, every little thing they teach has to be like for an audible learner, a visual learner, a kinesthetic learner. And see, I was more of a physical learner, kinesthetic learner, if you will. And so I needed to like, I did math with blocks to like ninth grade, but it just made sense. And you know what? As soon as the blocks went away, it got harder. In college, I remember I was getting so frustrated because my teacher would skip some steps and I would be like, what just happened to the math problem? She's like, it's understood. I was like, lady, nothing's understood here. You need to show me how that went away or I don't get it. I made it though. I made it through all the way. I got a B in college algebra, everybody. I did it. But I didn't take any math past that. I I mean, I started. I did calculus for about two or so weeks. And then the girl I was sitting next to every day, I called her Cheeks because day one, uh, she had, man, could you imagine? The first day of college, she came in and her cheeks were gigantic because she had just got her wisdom teeth taken out. And she was sitting there and they were all bruised. And I was like, I didn't, I knew what it was right away. I felt so bad for her. So I, was, I went and sat next to her. We were sitting there and then I started calling her Cheeks and it made her laugh. And then I did that until they got like unswollen. And then I think I stopped. I don't know. I, I just know about week three, maybe that was class number nine. I think I went three times a week. I just looked at her and I was like, I'm not coming back after this day because I don't know what's going on. It was weird. I was sitting there. I was listening. I had my notebook out. I had my little book. I probably hadn't even opened the book, though. I tried to not open them, so if I didn't use them, I could return them or something. And, uh, yeah, I was staring at the whiteboard, and I was like, I don't really know what's going on, do I? And so I just never went back. That's what's awesome about college. Man, if I was to ever teach, it would have to be college. It would have to be somewhere where everyone gets out of it what they want, and they and they put into it what they want, and there's no parents. I guess if parents do get involved... When you're a college professor, you can at least be like, um, go away. You can make it harder to get a hold of, you know, unless there's that dad that just shows up at during class time. Man, could you imagine being in college and your dad standing right outside of class? As soon as you walk out, he walks in and goes and talks to the professor. Oh, man. 
I'm sure that's happened to somebody. So yeah, this wedding, the wedding itself, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, enough of it, right? It's everywhere. We get it. I just wanted to know how much it was going to cost all these people. Because what it looked like to me is a lot of us over here think for some reason it's so glamorous and romantic and wow, love is in the air, Savannah, isn't it? It sure is, Willie. It's just ridiculous. It drives me nuts. I can't handle it. And I was getting so mad this morning at the coffee shop. I was like, Haley, who do you think's paying for this shit? And uh, I told her, I said, you know what? I'm going to Google it. So I Googled it. Let's see. What else can we talk about? You know what me and Haley were talking about this week? We were talking about how, okay, we were both born in 89, right? So anyone born before then or aware of history, follow me. A lot of the toys and the neat things that came out during my childhood were the middle things. Let me explain. There is records. Then there's eight tracks, cassettes, CDs. And then streaming, we're streaming and we have, we're, uh, records are real big and cassettes are big if you just want to have junk. Can I talk about that for a minute? So the punk rock scene just never really let go of records and cassettes. They just kept putting them out during, during the whole thing. And then the revolution came back and everyone was doing it and they're like, sweet, we still have them here. And that's cool. But what I never got was the cassettes themselves. Vinyl... You can at least argue sounds better. Also, for all of you listening, I need you to listen to me. If your album was recorded on a computer and then put onto vinyl, just because it's on vinyl doesn't mean it sounds better. It was already converted to digital, and then it was converted back to analog when it was put on the vinyl. So if you want to hear an album that sounds better on vinyl, I'm doing the finger quotes, then it needs to be one that was recorded analog. Now that you all hate me, let me shit more on the cassettes. Those don't sound better. And it's just more stuff. It's more plastic. It's more plastic that's going to eventually end up in the ocean, and something is going to be choking on it, wash up on the beach, they'll cut its stomach open, and out will pop a freaking From the Ashes cassette. And if it works, I'll take it, because that's a good album. But there's a lot of these new indie bands that are not the most amazing thing in the world, going and getting six zillion cassettes and then just shitting them out into our population. And it's stressing me out, man. I'm already having to buy more bottled water. I hate buying bottled water. I like using the water from the refrigerator. But for some reason, we've been getting water bottles. And uh, it just makes me feel so bad. This drink right here. You listen? Listen. Just think about this. 50 years from now, when we're all floating in the internet... And we talk about the earth that we used to hang out on. This is still going to be here. Does that not freak you out? The first time you went to Sonic and you got one of those ocean waters and then you shoved that plastic straw into it. God, that's so ironic, huh? Does anyone have a complete understanding of irony? I, I get it. I get it. But like the definition, the expression of one's meaning by using language that normally signifies signifies the opposite typically for humorous or emphatic effect so i guess that wouldn't be uh ironic huh a state of affairs or an event that seems deliberately contrary to what one expects and is often amusing as a result so i guess if we don't want plastic in the ocean and then we name a drink called ocean water and we stick a plastic straw in it 
I guess that that second definition kind of fits there. My point is that first time you went to Sonic and you tried that ocean water and then your poop was blue later, that straw still exists and it's just sitting somewhere. Does that not stress you out? Well, the good news is eventually, if you don't already, you're going to have a kid. Then you're going to stress about his entire life. So these things aren't, aren't too bad anymore. I mean, it still bothers me. still stresses me out. I think I was going to talk about something where I was talking about something. Oh, the middle thing. So yeah. So the, my, my point is, cassettes don't sound better. And I just have too many, too many we have too many things, man. We have a, our house is full of all our things. Then you've got your car full of all, some people have storage units that carry all the things that they can't keep in the places that they keep all their other things. And then you're going to start selling me. Now I've got to have your album on vinyl, cassette, CD. And then I have my phone, my computer. I mean, at what point do you just feel like a jackass, right? <sighs> I hate having a lot of clutter. A lot of things stress me out. That's why my pedal board got smaller. You know, it was a lot of fun to have a bunch of different pedals on my board, but just so much stuff. Was, everything was everywhere. Let's talk more about the middle things that disappear. Video games. Oh, I'm not the biggest video gamer. I loved them growing up. I would feel like I'm someone who likes video games, but as I'm getting older, I just can't keep up with the conversations people are having about them. And I just, I realized I never knew as much about them as I thought I did. Because some people talk about these games and the stuff that they know. It's like, dude, what else did you do? I know you did other things. You just have a better memory. My uh, short-term to long-term memory really blows, man. You know what's amazing is these podcasts I listen to, and they'll talk about so much interesting things. And I, I'm always like, what happened to what I listened to? Where'd it go? I still remember some some stuff about coyotes. Um, I remember some stuff. I've listened to some podcasts multiple times, and I and I, I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. <sighs> I'm fidgeting with my microphone stand. I should probably wrap this piece up soon, huh? Where am I? Okay, let's talk about one more thing that disappeared. What's other middle things? A TV, man. I don't know. Maybe it's just the music. It just made more sense at the time when Haley and I were talking that a lot of the things that become obsolete... Here's a, Here we go. There's vintage things, there's modern things, and the things in the middle are obsolete. Most of what I grew up with... MySpace! See? There you go. MySpace. There's just a lot of things. Pure volume. I feel like my generation tested out a lot of the stuff. Cell phones, the way they used to be. Like like an old like rotary phone. That's still cool. Someone might have it in their Instagram picture and stuff. But like the phone that I grew up with in the house, you don't see that. You don't see that anywhere. When I was little, we had the old, old school ones and not just for aesthetics. We really just cranked it. Tiny little sparks being made. I think it's awesome when they used to have people who uh, just sat there and patched. They had all those patch bays. They're like, what number? Uh, 24. All right. That's pretty cool, right? I need to let y'all go. Let's. Uh, I haven't even had music playing, guys. But I'm going to bring us some in. I'm going to bring us some music again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. Anyways, I'm so thankful to uh, get to sit down for 30 minutes or so once a week and just share what's been bogging my mind. And I'm thankful for you to listen, for listening. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter now. I made a podcast on Twitter. It's gathered uh, at... Is it, 
the GMT podcast? I think it is. Let me double check. At the GMT podcast. Yep. So just follow me on there. And uh, if you want. Anyways, love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Baby's ringing, his parliament's on fire.